Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, Matt. Good evening. What is up? Uh, the evening sky. The evening sky is up, and we just finished talking about paintball. We did. We did finish talking about. We end watching the Yankees win crush game, some home runs and win game one. Win game one. They're on the right track. It's a good track. I like that track. Stay it is. It. Which brings us to... And I say we're done talking about paintball, but it'll come up in the next three weeks again. It we, probably will. There, something will trigger in us and we'll be like... It's an open invitation. It's an it. open invitation group. You could come. I'm not on Facebook. <laughs> that doesn't matter. No, you need to... You See, here's the thing. You need to not do that. You need to scout it out the first time. Oh, I don't want to do that, though. Because you know my competitiveness is worse than yours, and there's also a chance that they wouldn't let us be on the same team. Which would be doubly worse. Well, they might equal each other out. I mean, we would equal each other out, but I mean, like, both of our competitive going back and forth at each other would not be good for the environment. <laughs> <laughs> it would be better if they just let us collaborate to destroy other people. 2v10 or whatever. I, I, hope, I hope we wouldn't need to do that. I hope we would not be that much better. No, nah, I don't think that'd be the case. I'm more afraid of we going played in so long. Yeah, I'm more afraid of going and being terrible. Mm. Like if I went and I'm okay, like I'm I'm not noticeably bad or good, right. I would be satisfied. I still feel after you get like the first couple of games, you'll be like, all right, I know what I remember. It, mm-hmm. You know, muscle memory. It's coming back yeah. to me a little bit. I'm more afraid that like eh, well we'll talk about it later. We don't need to go about that. This one this podcast might be a little long because of the the Sony stuff and oh. I didn't know how to condense it. But also make it make sense. I can't wait for that. So let's just move right along. What have you been doing the last seven days? Um, by the way, it's the Gamers 2 podcast. Oh, yeah. Sorry. What are we doing? October 4th. <laughs> um, That's what we're doing. I've been not doing much. Not as much as you, as per usual. Um, playing. I like, I like that you make me sound productive. I appreciate that. I mean, in the world of games. Yeah, in the world of this podcast, I'm extremely productive. Uh, the only thing Hire really... me somebody else. Somebody else, <laughs> please. Uh, the only thing I've been doing... I played a little Destiny 2. Uh, you know, dip the toes in. How much is a little? Uh, maybe an hour. Maybe okay. not even. I booted it for 12 minutes. I ran around the tower, sat in my ship, and went, I have other things I need to do. <laughs> I did a little bit more than that. I actually went down to a couple planets and shot some stuff, killed some stuff, ran around. Didn't fire my gun. 
I looked at the uh, like Vanguard playlist. I was like, oh yeah, maybe I'll no, no, not until I got a fire team. Not until the crew is riding again, yeah, against the horde that is the dumb fucking enemies from Destiny One. Well, that was kind of like I got what what drugged me, dragged, dragged, drug both. It might have drugged you. Yeah, I guess that's just what what tantalized me. Oh, that's was I'm like, oh, this game's well optimized. It looks pretty. Let me. I'll turn up all the settings. I put on my FPS counter to see what I was hitting, and I ran around Earth, shot some stuff, killed some stuff, blew up some stuff, and I was like, damn, this game's like runs pretty good. Did you not play D2 on PC before? I didn't. I, I did what you did on this time. I installed it, ran it for like five minutes, and then dipped. Oh, that's right, because I was the only one out of the group that bought it on launch yes. on PC because all you guys are a bunch of losers and yes. went to console. Yep. And I just picked it up free when Blizzard right. was giving it out. Yep. And it is now, I'm sure, I don't know if we talk about it. I talk about it in new releases, but it has now moved to Steam. It is now free to play up until Shadowkeep. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it's. I was I knew it was good on PC. Did not realize how good. Feels good, looks good, runs good. Um, honestly, it's probably the first game I've had on my system that has allowed me to take advantage of the fact that my monitor goes up to 144 hertz. Everything else has been at like 60 frames per second. Interesting. That so. is interesting. Well, I don't play a lot of like first-person shooters, which is what typically pushes that frame rate. Everything I've played has been, you know, is usually either not optimized well, aka Assassin's Creed. Well, or listen, there's some other problems with that game. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so that... And then I started playing Kodor 2 again. I was going around. I am kind of over No Man's Sky. And I was like, what What do I have to play? Like, what is out? Nothing. What do I have to play? Nothing. So I'm like, Sanders, a finger looking good dating simulator? There is that. So I've been going through. I'm getting over a cold, so, cold, so I might be a little, little stuffy sounding. See, I but. thought you just were grouchy. How the tables how the tables have turned. <laughs> um that's fair. So yeah, I was like, you know what, I wanna I wanted to play the new content that was added to Kodor 2, and I've tried a couple times and never got around to it. Can we so. discuss by the way you're saying new content to Kodor 2? Yeah, you know, the restoration pack from like four years ago. Yeah, and how old is Kodor 2? Fifth. 15, 14 years? Probably pretty close, yeah. And the yeah. new content that was added four years ago, you're now getting around to. Yeah, well, it's the restoration pack, you know. All right, so you know the story of Kodor 2, how it was, it was shipped early? Yes. Okay. Essentially, everything that was or meant to be in the game is now in the game. Yeah. No Man's Sky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no Man's Sky taking a page out of, <laughs> page out of the Kodor 2 manual. Um, we give him 15 years and we'll be fine. <laughs> I think that's it. I feel like I'm missing something, but it doesn't matter. I mean, I you know Playing still. Wise? I don't. I don't know. Nah, maybe I guess not. Um, Should we get to the anime then? I, I mean, anime has stayed the same. I haven't really because oh. there's nothing. I started watching this anime on Amazon, but it's or on Hulu. It's it's not good. 
Oh, well, it's not good. Stop watching but, that then. And I'm too far now, so I'll just weep through it. Um, <laughs> weep or weep? <laughs> Both. <laughs> uh it's like designed by committee. It's like an anime that's like, you know, like, oh, we want this one to really succeed. So let's put do every, all these tropes yeah. and stupid shit in it. The worst. <clears throat> so that's it. Other than that, I'm watching my normal anime and, uh, you know, uh, an episode a week, which is horrendous. You'll be all right. Uh, I'll live. I'll you, live. You plebeian of the yeah. way that you have to watch with the rest of the world now. It's gross. It's disgusting. I feel so dirty. That's it. That's it. I know you got a fucking scrolls length of stuff you played this week, so I'll let you... Let me let me just go ahead and pull yeah. it out here. My scroll makes a lot of sound. That's the, that's Sparkles. The, t- the tail. As it, as it unfolds, the tail doing its whipping motion. Yeah. And all the glitter falling out. Yeah, the glitter, the sparkles, the uh, majesty. Yeah, very flamboyant scroll. Oh, <laughs> it's all pink. Purple handles. But with really one nice. really bright lime green stripe down the middle of it on both sides constantly. I think I had a car in Forza that looked like that. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? All our cars were anime skinned. <laughs> yeah. Just the just bright the- pink neon line. Big titty girl. <laughs> That's not on the scroll. <laughs> That's all I'm saying about that. Uh, that was also the weirdest thing we did. <laughs> hey, what uh, I anime, enjoyed it. What anime skin did you find? Oh, weird. I also picked an anime skin. There was nothing. We both got in a race. I can't remember what car we both had. We both just had anime skins without talking to each other, and we're like, "This is our life now. We're memes." Uh, uh, anyway, yeah. So on the the first thing on the list. I'm not playing Pokemon Go anymore. Was it? I say I'm not. I'm not like I need to mention it. It's like a casual maybe once or twice a day thing. Maybe once a week thing. Okay. Is it because there's nothing new or is it because you just they would rather... with the spawns. Okay. There it is, folks. They fucked with the spawns. There's nothing spawning in my house anymore. Nope, I heard that they did away with po- some pokey stops as well. Uh, I don't know if they did. That didn't affect me. Okay. Uh, the spawns affected me, and they re- they changed spawns when they introduced the new gen. Mm-hmm. So I am not seeing fucking anything. Even when I go down normally the gas station we were at earlier, known to have a a little hive there. Yeah, get a good amount. Pulled in the other day two. Two that I already have 7,000 of. So I was just like, you know what? I don't need to open this for a while. Away you go. That's probably a good call. Because, you off. know, distance makes the heart grow fonder, as they say. Tell that to my exes. So, <laughs> listen, some things cannot be overcome, all right? <laughs> that's, a, that's a really bold. I could just, we could dive down that. Oh, bonus Dive ep- down, huh? Bonus, <laughs> <laughs> bonus episode. Nate and Matt take you to the bottom of the lake where their exes reside. Uh, so <laughs> stop that. You know that was the. <laughs> I just I don't know. I've always been saying that I've been playing it, but after they made these, I'm like I just nothing is happening anymore. So I'm like, 
cool. I'll wait for the community day next month. Yeah. I don't give a shit otherwise. Uh, then I dabbled in dabbled in my phone vibrating. I dabbled in Call of Duty Mobile just to see what it's about. Curious. Honestly, it's actually pretty good. Uh, uh, a lot of people agree with you. Is especially as far I mean it's it's yeah it's called it's better than PUBG Mobile was. Um, and so far in my four games I've played, I think I was thirteen and thirteen and zero, fifteen and one, thirteen and three, and then nineteen and like four or something. What are you playing against? Fucking! I must be playing against robots. I don't know. No, uh, so yeah, playing that. Those are the two. Those are the phone things that need to be mentioned. Uh, let's move on to the Switch. Nothing. Uh, move on to the PlayStation. Nothing. Uh, let's go to the PC. PC is the other thing I own. Borderlands, Matthew. Playing that there, Lands of the Border. Trace. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. I think I'm right near the end now, at least of the main campaign. Uh, I think I am anyway. They said, let's finish this as my last dialogue option. So I assume I'm, uh, I don't know, an hour maybe left in the game of left of the main story. Mm-hmm. Maybe more. And they're going to throw one of those like, all right, let's finish this. Oh, it turns out giant problem before we can finish it. Here, there's your stalling mechanic. You know, never know. Do they have planned DLC yet? Uh, maybe I didn't. Like I said, I stopped right after everything got announced at, at PAX or whatever. I stopped paying attention because I was like, good enough. I understand. I saw when they were... The only thing I was curious about that I did watch pre-launch was the character class reveal. So I could be like, oh, who do I want to play as? After that and before that, I don't need to see anything. So I've just kind of like stayed as yeah. far away as I can. Yeah. And just enjoying my time, you know? It's been a good time. Been you, enjoying it. I feel like you've been enjoying it. Oh yeah. Max has too. You've been playing it a lot, and uh, you know it's it's Second. not. I feel like I don't know if this is. It's not true, but it seems like it's been a while since you've genuinely wanted to to really play a single player game. God of War. Yeah. So, yeah, it has been a while. Because, I mean, Assassin's or, Creed was meant to Red be Dead. that. Whichever, God of War or Red Dead, whichever yeah. one, I, I think it was Red Dead, technically. Yeah. Assassin's Creed was meant to do that to a certain extent. Yeah, it, it and it didn't. Did not. No. Nope. Uh, and then, yeah, everything else has been... And... All right, hold on, dude. need to satiate the beast. Oh, that was too high. Anyway. Now that the beast is satiated, he's my, you know, I'm playing as Flack, the beast master. That's my beast. He meows. His name is Meat Thief. <laughs> Meat Thief. It's the name of my, that's the one for my current pet in uh, Borderlands. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's, and the funny thing is Borderlands is not a single player game. No. Technically. Well, yeah. But I'm playing it single player. I think a lot of people are. 
I've hopped into a couple public lobbies. Like I was stuck at one point and I was like, I'll just get more people to do this. And it all worked out for me and I haven't needed more people since. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when they introduce cross play eventually, because it is supposed to be coming later, when they introduce that, then I'll be running around with the guys, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, yep. Like I said, I mentioned Destiny. Uh, I, I did sign up again for Origin Access Premiere. So FIFA and Madden have been played. Mm-hmm. More of the same as years past. Uh, and I did try the, before it released, I tried the Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I said words there. Let's try not to yawn. And it was interesting. It is not on my recommended list. It's not bad, but I think you have to be in the right like mood and mindset for it. Because it's just not what I was expecting. But that might be my fault, too. Because I didn't really pay attention other than the announcement the yeah. month before to what they were actually trying to do with that game. I suspect that I don't... I mean, really, the game's probably not geared to, for us or you, you know? like Yeah, it's, it honestly probably isn't. Uh, so that that has been the... The list, except for the one more thing, which is WoW Classic. The World of Warcraft. 11 more levels to go. Wow. What happened? A reality. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing that happened. Uh, I think when I foregoed the challenge last week, I was 43. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I guess. So, I here. mean, six levels. Uh, fun fact, tomorrow, Todd and I are binging it and pushing as hard as we can for as long as we can. So, you're, you're what level are you then? 49. 49. And what level is Todd? Is he 49 as well? Uh, yeah. I'm, you guys well, are, you technically, pace, right? technically, I was a couple bars ahead of him, but he ran an instance while we were recording this. Uh, so, he'll be ahead of me when I log yeah. back in. I'm genuinely looking forward to next week then or if i talk to you before i'm hoping to have six by next weekend or on next weekend i i want to know if the wall hits because 50 is where the wall is so so it's actually funny i think it's 40 46 I can't is remember what the actual number is. The... Well, no, is the true halfway mark of XP required to hit sixty? Yeah, uh, it would, and we've we've crossed that now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's just funny that this binge session tomorrow we're expecting to get roughly five to six levels out of. Mm-hmm. Is that based on? Is that with that in mind? The fact that the XP requirement has increased, or is that just like a uh, just let me. Just that's just our if we actually play for X amount of time roughly and don't stop, we should be able to pull five or six levels. Interesting. Maybe I'll hop into Discord and, and well, check we'll in be on there. guys every once in a while. Yeah, just make sure we're not dead. Yeah. Uh pop in and be like, jumping jacks, ten of them, let's go. Get up out of your chairs. You psychopaths. It's just so I just remember being so demoralized. But you guys are far more seasoned in World yes. of Warcraft, so I've felt the pain before. You're hardened to the Yeah. It'll be uh 
it, it's definitely going to be interesting regardless. Yeah. Uh, and the, the more interesting thing I think for me is if I can catch, if we can get 60 by next weekend, what does that mean for the next month after that? Yeah. How much do I continue to, cause I no longer, I can, when's the next content update? I, I don't know. I don't know when they're next. Yeah, I don't. They have. They haven't released anything. Have I they? don't know if they have said like when it's coming. Uh, but it's that will go away from my. It'll be moved off of my need to play list, mm-hmm. and then my need to play list is kind of clear. My need to play list goes to Pokemon at that point, which is November November fifteenth. So then it becomes just like my want to play, and it's like, oh, do I really want to run an instance right now? Uh, I could just play That's the show. It. Yeah. You know, I could play, I could farm some stuff in Borderlands. I could play some FIFA. I could play some Madden. You know, I could play Need for Speed at the beginning of November. Like, there's, I forgot about that. I become, I become a free agent. Right. There's nothing, <laughs> there's no longer anything tying me down because by the time, I assume by the time I become 60, I will also have finished the main campaign in Borderlands. Mm-hmm. So I will have both of those now becoming like farm fests. Yeah. So it'll be, I'll farm Borderlands on my own while I'm waiting around. But when Todd's like, hey, do you want to come run this instance? I'll be like, cool, switch. So it'll it'll be a whole telling thing. We'll see. But the uh the 60 train is still a trucking. Choo choo. Choo choo. Nice. Yep. Tis but a painful thing. But here's the thing, Matt. As we all know. I'm going to do a terrible segue right now and say that if there was a place I should go to hear other things I could play for when I'm done with 60, I could add them to a list of sorts that I could keep a record of and I could hear myself play them back if I went and listened to this podcast. I would go to Nate's Gamer 2 new release curated new release list of new releases. God, we have got to get you to come up with better (laughs) You're, you're Why right. is this my responsibility, all right? Because I, I can't name it myself. You can't give yourself your own nickname, right? That's a terrible thing to do. You have to come up with the creativity for my segment, and then I just insult you back. This seems like a no-win situation for me. <laughs> if it's good, you win, because then I won't do it. If it's bad, I'll probably keep it anyway, because I don't really don't give a shit. Number one, burger time party for the Switch. Burger time is always a party. Got that right. Ain't no time like a burger time. Number two, Call of Duty is out on mobile. Destiny, uh, number three, Destiny 2 Shadowkeep DLC is out. Number four, Overwatch, the official cookbook is apparently released. Didn't know it warranted a cookbook. I didn't either, and then I saw this on the list and went, I'm putting it in. I hope I'm not wrong that it's not out. Number five, Ready, Set, Heroes for the PS4 and PC. Number six, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint for PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. What the Golf for PC. And Ghostbusters, the video game remastered for PlayStation, Xbox, PC, and Switch. So the Ghostbusters video game uh, came out, the original came out when I was uh, still a pirate. Our, and I don't know if you remember... But that game, oh, I got, I got you. Pirate, as in like, I yeah, would, yeah, yeah, really, yeah. Really I, I was like, I'm sorry, that wasn't like, it wasn't clear. It's not you. It wasn't really. Well, clear. it was, it was one of those. I was like, did Matt have a pirate face as a child? I'm so confused. <laughs> that was that game had a 
a I don't know what you'd even call it. I want to say a bug, but it's not a bug. It, it's almost it's a feature essentially to where like if the game recognized that it was pirated, it would make the difficulty absurdly high in certain instances, like certain points in the game. And I got to one of those points and like I spent and like hours trying to beat this one part of the game searching searching online to figure it out until eventually mm-hmm. i came across the fact that hey it's like pirated. if you have a pirated version of this game these certain points of the game are are meant to be super super difficult you know as a fuck you situation i was like oh that's really clever but also that really sucks <laughs> so the best anti-piracy system i have ever come across true true So this comes down to, Nate, do you want to read a lot? Because if you do, you want evens. I, I mean, I don't care. I'll, I'll read a lot. I'll read a lot. I'll take evens. Okay. Yep, I'll do it. I'll, I'll risk you. It. I'll risk it for the Visca. But I will take one of those waters, please. <laughs> <laughs> One of my three waters? Yeah. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. As if it hasn't been sitting on this counter all fucking week. Listen, I've been cycling out the old ones and leaving a new one. My favorite part is that I just, I just I'll sit at my computer. I'm like, man, I'm thirsty. And I glance over and I see the water. I'm like, eh, that's water. You know, just not going to drink it. <laughs> I don't know why. You, it's not. Oh, you're so I stupid. Know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you fucking dumbass. Just drink the water. Number one, let's start with some shit news. It's not literally shit news. It's Poop shitty. Simulator 2019. If only. Practice taking a dump in a toilet and see what shapes you can make. Uh, the, Move the right <laughs> stick to make a snake. <laughs> the Writers Guild of America <laughs> won't have a video game writing category in the 2020 awards. A spokesperson, spokesperson for the WGA said, quote, there won't be a video game writing category in 2020. However, the category will be reinstated when there is a critical mass of video games covered by the WGA in order to provide a meaningful award selection process, end quote. Translated, this means the WGA doesn't have enough members that are video game writers to warrant having the award. Join our guild and we'll give you an award. Because we're elitist fucks. Yes. That is correct. <laughs> Number two. In slightly more positive news, you may see Overwatch characters in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate sometime in the future. In an interview with IGN, Blizzard's Jeff Kaplan was asked which Overwatch character he'd like to see in Smash and replied, quote, To the Smash Brothers team, whatever character you want, we love them all. They're all our babies. You can have any single one of them. We have 31 to choose from, end quote. They have 31 characters. It's a lot of characters. That is a lot of characters. I didn't realize it was that many, but when I think about it, it is that many. Jesus. Who would be funny if they slipped in like, we have 32 characters. And everyone's like, no, you only have 31. He's like, that's what you think. You know, like, they were crafty about it. Little did you know, Mario is in Overwatch. It's-a me, Mario. I create pipes. He lays pipe. Same thing. With Princess Peach. 
She looks more like a bricklayer. Okay. Um. <laughs> getting high on all those toadstools. Laying them bricks. Getting real confused about her own job. Number three, I'm also no- pretty positive she's a thief, but that's a different discussion. I mean, aren't all women. They all steal my heart. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> in a message. Move, move it on. Move it on. <laughs> in a message on ArenaNet's webpage this afternoon, its president. Before Mike, you say anything else, yes. can we discuss ArenaNet? ArenaNet. Jeez. All right. Sorry. Continue. We're going to. Uh <laughs> Its president, Mike O'Brien, announced that after 19 years, he was leaving the company he co-founded. He noted that he'd been working on a project, a new project at ArenaNet, but was now going to start a new studio with some friends. How wholesome. Uh, Quote, the time has come for me to take a step back, he said, expressing the desire to work on something smaller scale. Last week, a source told Kotaku about pending departures at ArenaNet and said that O'Brien is one of eight developers leaving the studio. Collectively, they amounted to the early development team for the new Guild Wars project, potentially Guild Wars 3. Oh my god, what? They just renounced the Frost shit. And like, you know, bad bad Frost Dragon. Something. Maybe they're just going to keep going with updates. Kotaku's understanding via their source is that while O'Brien will be working with other departing, deporting, other departing arena. Oh, arena net easy. <laughs> other departing arena net developers who had recently been working on technology for the potentially potential future Guild Wars project. Developers are not taking what they made with them. Which would they ever? Yeah, I know, right? Like, what that's, are you? Like, that's, that's a weird thing. Uh, you know what? I really like working for the Activision, but I'm just going to take Call of Duty and leave. Said random art designer number three. What? Uh, lawsuit. That, that's what would happen. I mean, with you. if they found it. And I just, you know, took a copy, maybe. I'm having trouble reading. It's because I'm like... Reading or speaking? Speaking. My, uh, I knew this was going to happen. I was fine all day. And as soon as we started doing the podcast, my sinuses have, like, swelled up. So now I'm like talking all weird. <laughs> Try not to be like super nasally and snotty. Nate's normal voice. Number five, four. So hard on himself. Sweet, sweet baby Nate. I'm a baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> You're my baby boy, Blue. Number four. Tencent is continuing its steady march to world domination by acquiring a 29% stake in Norwegian developer Funcom. If you didn't know, as most of us didn't, Funcom is an indie dev and publisher best known for games like Age of Conan, Mutant Year Zero, and the Longest Journey series. According to a press release sent out this morning, Tencent is set to acquire 29% of the shares in the Norwegian company, which will make it Funcom's largest shareholder. Recently, Tencent has been looking at expanding westward with a cloud gaming partnership and acquisition of developers like Swedish company Sharknob, on top of owning stakes in companies like Riot Games, Ubisoft, Epic, and more. Tencent. We, I for one... I'm skeptical of our Chinese overlords. <laughs> That's it. They're going to come through that window and silence you. 
they got a lot of other things to worry about right now. I don't think I'm necessarily on the radar yet. I don't know, man. Hong Kong. What's that? What did it say in that commercial? No, it's on the CCP or CCP. I don't know. There was a coin. Weird YouTube commercials about Hong Kong. Listen, I get it. I have sympathy. Are we gonna empathy. do? Are we gonna do this right now? Okay, you're right. Number five. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. I gotta get to Sony at some point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got a couple mobile game sales updates for you. You guys want to hear about the mobile games, right? This is what you come to. I talked about Call of Duty and Pokemon Go before. You guys want to hear about Duel Links? It's Yu-Gi-Oh. Pokemon Masters has an estimated $33.3 million in player spending during its first month, according to the latest report from a net. Didn't we talk about this already? I feel like we talked about this last week. Or has it gone up? I think we talked about their initial number. Oh, okay. So... That they were the highest grossing uh, in their first like launch window was like four million. No, that was Mario Kart. It was four million. Okay, so this is Masters. Yeah, okay. This Pokemon, is Pokemon Masters. Masters, which is the three v three battling game yeah. that I have uninstalled from my phone because I just it, it's a great game, but I was just like, ah, just, not for uh, you. I wasn't playing it enough to warrant keeping it installed. It's just like meh, because yeah. I cycle my games, Matt. I'm not one of these software whores. That just holds on to everything and plays everything. I play everything, but then I kick out when I'm not playing. I, I run a tight game brothel, all right? <laughs> a game brothel. I like it. Somebody uh, somebody draw that one up. Draw me a video game brothel. Whatever that means to you. You let me know. It's going to be like, remember those like PlayStation or those like Sony posters and images? They oh, did with God, all the characters yeah. mixed up. It's going to be that, but in a brothel. That's just rule 34. Yeah. I don't need, I don't, that's not what I mean. All right. I don't need the characters. Right, I don't psycho. need the characters in a brothel. All right, pervert. We heard you. <laughs> Anyways, according to Sensor... <laughs> How do I win? <laughs> according to Sensor Tower, um, their analysts believe roughly that Pokemon Masters has accrued $33.3 million in player spending in the first month. Uh, moving on. That's, a, that's insane, by the way. That is. On October 1st, Tencent and Activision released the mobile version of Call of Duty. According to data from mobile analyst group Sensor Tower, in its first two days on the market, Call of Duty Mobile has been installed more than 20 million times across iOS and Android and has generated over $2 million in revenue. And I did this I did this document, I prepared it on Thursday, Thursday evening. Do you want to know what the number is? Today, that's been officially released by Activision. It's twenty million as of Thursday night. Sixty. That's really bold, but no. I don't know you're telling me to guess a number. It's thirty-three. And yeah, besides, thirty-three. I... No, it's thirty. That's weird. So it's like thirteen million more. Yeah. Oh, okay. <coughs> well, you're telling yeah. me to guess a number. Listen, I already I burned it on the four ranch. It was thirty. It was thirty million. I think it was thirty million. Then about thirty-three. But it's around 30 minutes. I burned my guess on the Ranchero. <coughs> I burned my close guess on that. You so. did. You were really close on the Ranchero. $200, man. A little, just so I close. mean, that's one of those things where it's like they want 4200 and you give them four. Oh, I get them down to 35 Oh, yeah. But you be like, listen, I got to cut a lot of this, this thing up because it looks like a piece of shit currently. Sorry like... if you're listening, owner. <laughs> Number six, EA appears to have leaked the personal data of a number of players registered to for the FIFA 20 Global Series, according to several professional players. 
Today, several competitors said on social media that when they went to register for the tournament, they saw the personal information of other registered competitors on a screen asking them to verify their details were correct. Others said they seemed to have had their information leaked. Information shared reportedly may include emails, IDs, birth dates, country of residence, and console, and account names. Tournament registration has since been taken down temporarily, with EA issuing a typical and generic statement. We can't believe this happened, and we are looking into it. Blah, 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 blah. EA cares deeply about blah, 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 privacy and security. Here's six loot boxes that you don't get anything in to make up for it. We're sorry. Surprise mechanics. Your IDs mean nothing except this bronze pack over here. Please take this emote. EA. Goddamn. They should just put a celebration in the game where it's somebody stealing, like, a jersey off somebody and being like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> e for everyone, including everybody's IDs. We're just opening the world up to everyone. Literally. Do you want to know what... Never mind. I'm not going to keep going. It's just... It's going to get real. Okay. Too far. Too niche. I enjoy taking jokes to a too niche. I'm taking this conversation too long. Just move it on. Number seven. Rockstar announced that Red Dead Redemption 2 will be launching on PC on November 5th. As expected, the new platform will mean graphical and technical improvements. And Rockstar also says that there will be, quote, new bounty hunting missions, gang hideouts, weapons, and more, end quote. Actually, purchasing a copy will be a little convoluted. Starting October 9th, the game will be available for pre-order through the newly launched Rockstar Games launcher. Those who pre-order before October 22nd will receive some bonuses in the form of two free classic Rockstar games, including GTA 3, Vice City, and Max Payne 3. It says two free, so I guess you choose? Sure. Because there's three games listed there, so maybe you choose. I'll agree with what you say. <clears throat> they need to, I could go for a Vice City remaster. I could go for GTA 6. Okay. Or honestly, um, any of them remastered except for four into the five slash six, whatever six is, like engine. engine. Bring them all up to that graphic level and yada yada. Yeah, I'm down. That'd be cool. Uh, I'm pretty sure if the rumors are to be true about six, we're going to get Vice City anyway. Oh. Or like a Vice. Remember the rumors about six is that it's supposed to all like come together into one gigantic map. Remember I don't rec- I don't recall that. But there were rumors I could floating s- around that Vice City, that. New York, and Western U.S. were all going to be on one. Like all the characters that have currently been existing at the same time, because Nico is referenced in five and all that stuff. Yeah. They're all going to kind of have it. It's it's one of those. Can like, you imagine the 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 map on GTA Five is so fucking big? Can yeah. you imagine? Well, they would be going back and redoing the New York and Vice maps to probably come close to, like, equaling that. What would you do? Then again, think about how big Red Dead is on your fucking horse. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I don't even know. Anyways. Flying motorcycles, man. They make everything smaller. Where were we talking about? At launch, the game will be available via the Epic Game Store, Green Man Gaming, the Humble Store. I almost said Hubble for some reason. Uh, GameStop and, quote, additional digital retailers with pre-orders starting on October 23rd. Steam, meanwhile, will be coming on later. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 launch will be through Valve Store. Will be coming on later, yeah. Red Dead, Red, Red Dead will be launching on Steam sometime in December, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, the game will also be launching on Google Stadia in November. On release. Yeah. It is a launch title for Stadia. It's a launch title. For Google Stadia. Uh, it's interesting to me to see... Actually, never mind. No, none of this is interesting. Okay. Sorry, like it's not. I I could have called this blindfolded. Well, we all knew it was coming to PC. Yep. And the I only would've... part about it that's intriguing to me is that it's literally coming to almost every major digital store other than Steam, which is just strange in the fact that like if Epic, usually the trend has been Epic gets it and then no one else gets it. But it's everyone else except Steam. Epic, I think, doesn't give a shit about the other ones. Well, obviously, because, because they don't... you're still buying those. Both all. The, let me let me just double check what I'm about to say here. You said Green Man, Humble, and GameStop. All of those are going to be keys for the Epic launcher anyway. Yeah, Green Man's a key for the Epic launcher. Well, I think Humble's they, a key for the Epic launcher. There was some talk about that, and I think you might actually be getting keys for the Rockstar launcher. And yeah, so you might be going to the Rockstar launcher. So Epic just said, listen, you can have your launcher and our launcher, but that's that. Like, you want to sell it in other fronts, that's fine, but they're. It's just funny to me. What would I find 
entertaining, I guess is the best way to put it, from a from a dramatic, like from a entertainment story, this is an interesting story perspective, is that every time I think that Epic can't slap Valve in the face any harder, they find a new way to like twist the knife a little bit. Like this, our store, everyone else's store, not yours. Like, <laughs> oh, I mean, this... fuck you, fuck you specifically. <laughs> yeah, the this is the one that's happening, and it's gonna happen again. I think with a bigger title. I think it will happen bigger than Red Dead Two. Yep. With with a with a day and date release of a giant title, and they go, mm, not you guys. Not cyberpunk, but some 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 game. Do you have a specific game in mind? No. Okay. I think I think the game that I'm thinking of doesn't exist yet. Okay. Where okay. for this to happen, because the I would I would joke and say like the PlayStation exclusive game of Death Stranding, mm-hmm. but Death Stranding isn't going to come to PC on launch. But Kojima says he wants to move it there, so that would be the one. But I'm talking it launches everywhere. Console, PC, yada yada. And it's a, it's going to be a big title, like it's an event, like GTA Six, right? Like GTA Six or something. And they're like, there's two places you can go: the Rockstar launcher or us, not them. GTA Six, you know, it's going to be Bethesda's going to do it too. Yeah, but Bethesda's going to go just our launcher. Yeah, which that'll be like Fallout Five or whatever the fuck they come out with. Starfield, next. yeah, Elder Scrolls Six, all that stuff. But. Epic is going to once again take something and stick it to them. Whatever that is will be interesting to see. I could see them doing it with Ubisoft games. Like just somehow convincing Ubisoft to just ditch Uplay. Like we'll integrate your Uplay subscription and Uplay stuff inside of our Epic Game Store. That's an interesting that's a that's an interesting theory for sure. But that's I don't not, think it's possible just because Uplay has doubled down with the subscription thing now. So. Right, but I could see, because Epic doesn't have a subscription thing, so I could see them saying, like, we'll create a storefront where you can, what I've talked about forever with these subscription services, where you can have a storefront and a single launcher where you can be a part of, you can manage your subscriptions from that. Like an stuff. app store. Kind of, yeah. Basically like an app store, except your app. Your first layer of app stores is picking your subscription service. Then your second one is picking the apps from that subscription service. Yeah. Well, that's and like e- in Epic and Ubisoft already have so, that nice, nice relationship to potentially make something like that. But that's I'm still thinking not of what I'm like, talking about. Yeah. My my mind is like kind of like how I used the Apple app store because like my Crunchyroll subscription still goes through my app. Apple account and app store. Um, that would be intriguing. And the allure there is back to the Tencent reference. Ubisoft, Epic, both have major stakes owned by Tencent. Tencent. So there's a link there. And they just say like, hey, we'll do this. And they start trying to, everybody that's trying to do like these, they start trying to just kind of you know bring people in. Like, we'll still kick it out to your launcher. We'll still kick it to the Uplay launcher. But we'll allow them to do stuff here. Yeah. You, you can use our infrastructure, essentially. Right. Yeah. So basically the same way that I think Ubisoft does now and Steam and Epic, where even if you kick off a game that's a Ubisoft game, it kicks off the launcher and then kicks off the game. Yeah. 
but it would just take that stuff away from that to like, yeah, you can still use it or you can just manage it all over here. Mm-hmm. That's still not what I mean though, but it would definitely be an interesting take. I still think that they will directly shoot steam straight in the foot at some point. Like this, this is pretty bad, but this is only one month. Yeah. If they could have like, I think this is more of uh, 2k and rockstar being like, we're not doing this for a whole year. We're not doing it. We'll do it for a month. Like that's the most we'll give you because I'm betting they're like, we're, we're not doing this with this game for a year. Yeah. But you know, Epic wanted it. You know, they want to just be like, so what are the talks? Like how much would it take to say never? Trying like, to think uh, of like what Epic could do that would really hurt valve. And I feel like it would have to be something that's indie related. Like it would have to be something that would pull all of the, non triple A titles like that would give you know all the developers that put their their games on Steam a reason to go to Epic instead in mass. I but. see it see I still see it happening with a cyberpunk like situation where it's a giant game, but it's not affiliated technically directly with any of the big three. Nintendo would be the big fuck you. Nintendo and Epic, some for some stupid reason. What if Sony was the big fuck you? Because Sony doesn't have Sony's, any other Sony's games. Sony's already on, done it. Yeah, but Sony doesn't have any other games on PC. What if they're like we're bringing all of our well, Sony, Sony moved uh, uh, da, 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 Detroit and that stuff already onto the Epic Game Store? Yeah. What if they did that with all of their exclusives though? They said so, we're launching our exclusives. On Epic Game Store exclusively a month after the launch on PS4 for every single one. I think it would definitely be interesting, but I think they would still start that with a big bang of like Horizon Zero Dawn 2 available day and date both on PS4 and Epic Game Store only. Boom. Yeah. They're just like, we're going to start big and we're not stopping. Here's where this leads. We're doing this one day and date. Just to get you guys the taste. But we're telling you, if enough people do this day and date, we'll keep going. Otherwise, we might shift it to like the month thing. Yeah. That would definitely be interesting. But I could see them, either one, Nintendo creating its own launcher. Or two, Epic going to Nintendo and being like, you guys want to put like Mario Maker and Super Mario Odyssey and like that stuff on PC? Like, why no storefront? And that would just be like, everybody would be like, what? What? Yeah. What? That would shift some stuff for sure. You would definitely just be hearing what a lot. Not just out of me, but everybody like, what? All right. Let me. Yeah, this is a long one. It's, um, I, I don't know. It's, there's some details that you, that you kind of have I'm to gonna, get. I'm going to try to truncate it. I'm going to try to. That's what I was. I was I haven't wondering. Read it yet I'm going to try to do it live. Well, that's why I was wondering if I know you wrote it, but this is also why I'm reading it. So you can stop me, stop me with input, and stop me where you think I don't need to say anything. But I'm going to start. Speaking of Sony, at number eight, now we've come to Sony, Sony Interactive Entertainment Japan Asia. Yeah, oh, that's it. All right, that's a long name. Uh, President 
at Sushi Morita has officially retired from the company as of yesterday. Morita's successor has not been announced. However, his additional role as corporate director has already been filled by Sony Interactive Entertainment Deputy President and CFO Kazuhiko Takeda, according to the announcement. Interesting. It is interesting. All this, all of the the following stories all paint, they're all in chronological order and paint a certain picture, I guess. They paint a scary picture, I think. Yes. So let's begin. Sean Layden, the chairman of Sony Worldwide Studios, is to leave after a 30-plus year career at Sony. PlayStation announced in a tweet on September 30th, just after 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, with little fanfare, quote, It is with great emotion that we announce that Worldwide Studios chairman Sean Layden will be departing SIE. His visionary leadership will be greatly missed, and we wish him success in future endeavors and are deeply grateful for his years of service. Thanks for everything, Sean. End quote. Really kind of like nothing from them. Yeah, it was... That's a very... Oddly low-key. That's not press-released. That's just like, hey, somebody tweet out that Sean's gone now. Like, that's what it sounded... That's what it read like. That Yeah. That's what it... Definitely what it feels like. And that's what the room read like, I should say. Not just like... Not just reading that statement, but that's definitely what the room read like. Uh, I'm... I'm going to have to look some things up here uh, after this. <laughs> I just realized I've missed a complete part of this document. Uh, in a follow-up with Polygon, Sony said there was, quote, no other information at this moment, end quote. Layden's exit comes at a time of transitional upheaval and not just with the next-gen PlayStation 5 looming. There's also the possibility of an internal power struggle, which appears to stem from a corporate restructure back in April 2018, which is when Sony Interactive Entertainment truly went global. We'll spare you the details, not really, of the shakeup, but the end goal was to merge Sony's different regions, Sony Interactive Entertainment America, Sony Interactive Entertainment Europe, and Sony Interactive Entertainment Japan Asia. The de- the details are, and I didn't, we we went over all of this in all of in our podcasts, yep. but we did it over the course of the couple months that it happened. Yep. When you look at it all on paper of what they did with structure... It's kind of I'm sure the crazy. Time, I'm sure like the the timeline yeah is scary. Yeah. That's like that was the details I'm like we're not going to go over this because we already we, have. We'll look at it and be like this is fucking nuts but people will hear it and be like I don't even know what the fuck you're saying right now. Yeah. It's important to know that at the same time this happened Jim Ryan became CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment Worldwide. This has created chaos. Chaos as Sony Interactive Entertainment adjusted to a global mindset. Additionally, Sony reorgan- Sony's reorganization typically impacts senior vice president level and higher, with lower level employees facing a, quote, rolling restructure, end quote, as higher ups figure things out how figure things out and how to manage shifting teams on the fly. You're editing, man. As, <laughs> as the perceived power struggle uh, between Ryan and Layden comes to a head, it's starting to affect the upcoming next-gen transition. An employee at a major third-party publisher with direct knowledge of the situation has told Game Daily that confusion resulting from the global reorganization has made the switch, already difficult as it is, even more concerning. Quote, This is the least amount of clarity we've ever had on a new console this close to transition. 
I believe that the global restructuring is exponentially exacerbating the already difficult process of transitioning to a new generation, and now we are getting nervous. Read, very nervous, end quote. The third-party nervousness around the PS5's imminent launch isn't directly attributable to either leader, but has been a fair amount of internal secrecy so that data and information isn't leaked before launch. Internal teams are slow to receive word about the new console, which means that third-party developers and publishers are being kept in the dark far more than in past cycles. There are certainly more questions as to what to expect under Ryan's leadership now that Layden is gone, including Ryan's philosophy for the PlayStation 5 expected launch in 2020, in addition to his approach to Worldwide Studios. One point where Layden and Ryan, oh God, please, please document. One point where Layden and Ryan clashed on was cross-platform services, specifically crossplay. In an interview with Eurogamer from 2017, Ryan defended Sony's then stance of not allowing crossplay, specifically Minecraft on PlayStation 4, saying the platform has, quote, got to be mindful of our responsibility to our install base, exposing what, in many cases, our children to external influences we have no ability to manage or look after. It's something we have to think about very carefully, end quote. Which, real quick, that quote is bullshit. I think. Like, what do you mean? Uh, we have to be mindful of our install base, exposing, in many cases, our children to external influences. We have no ability. You so, have Twitch and YouTube as apps on your platform. Some of the stuff that I left out was... the Your point exactly. That quote was bullshit. And Phil Spencer from Xbox, because this wasn't the context that they were essentially insulting Phil Spencer, not Phil Spencer directly, but they were, they were saying that Xbox was incapable of managing, of managing their services and their people. And Phil Spencer responded afterwards at the time. And was like, Xbox is very good. Or like, you know, he basically was like, we do a good job of managing. And we're not just discussing you with Xbox, Sony. We're discussing you with everybody. And you're going to tell me Nintendo does a bad job. You insane. Anyway, Comparatively, Layden was more open to the feature. Layden spoke at Game Lab 2018 in Barcelona, quote, I'm confident we'll get a solution which will be understood and accepted by our gaming community while at the same time supporting our business, end quote. A few months later, Sony introduced a cross-play beta across all platforms, starting with Fortnite. The growing list of games that enable... that. Another key point that Ryan has wanted to build around is cloud gaming. In June, speaking with the Financial Times, he said it was, quote, really going to start to push, end quote, its cloud service PlayStation Now. Quote, hard this year and in years to follow. follow what? Quote, after the service sputtered out of the game. So Basically, he's really trying to push PlayStation Now. Exactly. He's going to push it hard, and he's going to push it in years to follow. <laughs> As you a, do. such a weird... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never stop. But you never stop doing that until you just can't do it anymore. After the service sputtered out of the gates with increasing competition from Google Stadia, Microsoft's Project X Cloud, which I wish we just called like Zoud or something, and even other subscription services such as Xbox Game Pass, 
in comparison when speaking to CNET before his DICE keynote. Layden said that while the cloud was something that PlayStation wanted to keep current with, he mentioned there's much life left for natively playing a game on local hardware via disc or download. Between the cross-play stuff and the PlayStation Now announcement, you get an idea of two men who wanted to run PlayStation in different ways with competing philosophies. Layden appeared to be more open with cross-play than Ryan was. However, Ryan is making cloud a bigger deal now than Layden did within PlayStation with today's announcement of PS Now. Which we'll get to. Okay. Whereas Layden, who appeared on stage with former Nintendo of America head Reggie fils and Xbox boss Phil Spencer during last year's Game Awards, Ryan's approach appears to be more, much more old-school business, a.k.a. Fuck you, this is all about me. Exactly. Yeah, it's kind of scary. All of that. Scary. Yeah. Frightening. It's Especially like, from Sony. I, like, Sean Layden leaving. Like, I, I, I was like, oh, that's, that's, you know, he's the face of PlayStation. And, like, that sucks. But then, like, I read this article and I was like, oh, no. no. <laughs> oh, no. There, there, there's a question I, I will kind of read later. Uh. I, I won't read the question because we've, we've discussed it before. I'll read a different question that I have. But it goes back to the like the people we wanted to talk to thing and like, mm-hmm. you know, who who, oh, who do we want to have on this podcast, living or dead? Yeah. And obviously we go – you and I will immediately go to like historical people yeah. and stuff like that. We had the the pleasure of meeting a guy whose name I'm going to forget. Adam oh, Boyce. Adam Boyce. Thank you. We had the pleasure of meeting Adam Boyce when he still worked for PlayStation. But I have not been able to – and I won't be able to, I think, get a meeting with Reggie fils or I say get a meeting with, run into at a show floor <laughs> with mm-hmm. Reggie fils or Doug Bowser or Phil Spencer or Sean Layden. The, like, pinnacle people I would in, that are in their industries, in those organizations, that I would love to sit down and have a chat with. But because we're a podcast that maybe has three people listen to it, we're never going to get those chances without purposely, like, directly running into them or having somebody that we know work for said company go, hey, that's Adam Boys. You should probably go talk to him. Yeah. Like, oh, that is Adam Boys. Let's go talk to him. <laughs> and Adam was super chill. Mm-hmm. And I have the exact feeling that I had with him that I feel would be with Phil, with Sean, with Reggie, mm-hmm. with Doug, that are people that love playing games and while they are great businessmen at the same time, are just wanting to play and have, like, fun. Yeah. They... Yeah. They're like, yes, I'm going to do what's the best for my business. But at the same time, I'm going to do what is the best for you. I, um, they it's walk, really, they, they walk the line really well, I guess. Yeah. So yeah. It's, I'm really sad to see Sean Layden go, but I'm also somewhat excited to see what he does because, like, he's, he's, I'm just hoping he does something. Yeah. That's the thing is I hope, I hope someone nabs him. I hope he goes somewhere where he wants to go or like does something, you know, like I, would, wherever the case may be. If they're like new co head of gaming at Microsoft, Sean Layden, I'd go, holy fuck. It would, it would actually be uttered out of my mouth out loud in whatever room I'm sitting in. If the text message didn't come from you first or I had to send it, yeah. I'd be like, I, cannot believe what i am reading oh my god can you imagine if like he walked out like there's the microsoft press conference at ea e3 ea at e3 and he fucking walked out to do it it'd be nuts it would be nuts or not even that they're like 
it Phil Spencer, he's out there, you know, in his bomber jacket, blazer, whatever, sweet graphic tee, jeans, hands in pocket, hands out, slight point, small hand, you know, he keeps everything nice and tight. Good man. And then he's just like, oh, yeah, so you guys have kind of been following along. Obviously, we have some other stuff we need to show you, some stuff from uh, our independence creators, you know, our indie ID at Xbox or whatever they're calling it. Let's show you some of that. And they run through all those trailers. Like, man, those are all some really cool announcements you guys haven't heard of, right? I got one more. Kind of in this vein, you know, indie thing. Nobody really knows about this. And if we're being honest, it's a, it's a small thing. You know, nobody's going to really... We just really want to... We believe really well in this project and what we're trying to do here at Xbox. And we want to show you guys that commitment. So we're giving this a chance. Please welcome Sean Layden. <laughs> e- E3 would just go, holy shit. <laughs> You'd get that guy that yelled at Keanu in the beginning that said, you're majestic or whatever. Yeah. And it would just be the same thing except you just hear, holy shit. <laughs> As Sean Layden and Phil Spencer walk out, shake hands, and Sean Layden has an Xbox T on. Like, he is just selling out completely. He's like, I've come home. Like, <laughs> What I would love to see, just because chaos and turmoil would ensue, is if Sean Layden went to Epic. That I would... feel like people would be like, what? Like, because you have this whole like sect of people. I feel like there's crossover between the people who probably love Sean Layden and hate Epic. There's you know fanboyish people. Oh, oh yeah, be fantastic. What if you went to What if you went to EA? And he's like, I would be like, good for you, EA. To let's turn this fucking ship around. That's what I would say. Yeah, except he's gonna be like, listen. The only way I fix this is I fire all of you. <laughs> we burn it to the ground. We uh, must burn and then harvest from the scorched earth. Remember this farming technique <laughs> from history? Burn. <laughs> uh, all right, continuing on with the Sony theme. Um, so keeping in mind what we just heard. Sony's PlayStation Now streaming service is getting a big price cut and some big games to match. The company announced today that the monthly subscription price is dropping to $10 a month compared to the previous price of $20 a month. Have that. Uh, In addition to the price cut, Sony is also adding relatively current blockbuster games to the service. Uh, Right now, PlayStation Now has a library of more than 800 titles spanning the PS2, PS3, and PS4, but they're generally older titles. Uh, Today, we will see four major games added to the service, GTA V, God of War, Uncharted 4, and Infamous Second Son. That's kind of an older title as well. Uh, The games are about... I mean, that's a lot of... 15 15 launch title. Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll get there. Just don't mind me. (laughs) Sony says that, quote, each month the service will add a new selection of marquee games that will be available for a limited period, end quote. Uh, PlayStation has, and following on to that as well, PlayStation has moved cross-play support out of beta, according to Sony Interactive Entertainment's Jim Ryan, theoretically making the feature available to all developers. The change was included in a Wired story on PlayStation Now. The article was based on an interview with SIE CEO Jim Ryan, 
and mentioned that the PS4 can now support crossplay, quote, on any title that studios provide the functionality for, end quote. The article went live on the same day that PUBG Corp, Corp, <laughs> PUBG Corp confirmed crossplay between Xbox, PC, and PlayStation 4. While Wired's information came straight from the top of Sony, progress on crossplay has yet to be commented upon through the publisher's official channels. And so it begins. And so it begins. What? He's gone? Here we go. Turn it on. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, that's basically what happened. <sighs> we'll see. We'll see what, what happens. Uh, so the one question I have. Yes. Because that's it for the news. It's a lot of news. A lot to digest. I'm going to do this question first. And then I'm going to get into deals. Okay. The question is a simple one. It's not to do with video games at all. It's more to do with the next time we do a bonus episode. All right. Which isn't tonight. All right. It'll probably be the end of October. My guess is we'll do a bonus one towards the end of October because it's Halloween. It'll be Halloween the Thursday before the... Yeah, November 1st is a Friday. So it'll probably be that that night we do it. The question is, for a bonus episode, how about all the pro Olympic sports you don't give a damn about? Rugby, table tennis, skeet, curling, bowling, kayaking. Whoa. Curling's pretty fucking dope. So we technically don't give a shit. And I don't know anything about it, so I want to find like really weird facts and rules about all of them. And we're going to go. We're gonna okay. Go deep. That's part of, part of what right. that episode will See, be. See, I feel like there's going to be the Summer Olympics... I feel like you're going to have a lot of shit you're not going to give a shit about. Oh, same thing with the winter ones, probably, because I, I don't give a shit about ice skating, but that's... Like, I'm weird, man. I'm weird. I really enjoy the Olympics for some reason, and i big fan of track and field, so, like, obviously, the Summer Olympics, I'm, like, hyped about, usually, and then, like, I get into the skating. I love the figure skating. I love the speed skating. Speed skating, I'm about? I get, I, I'm down with watching some curling. I find it very relaxing. A little brushy, brushy. A little, a little stone slide. Exactly. That's all solidus. That's in it. That's you've watched curling. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's gonna be that, and then uh, I might make us basic bitches at the same time and double down pumpkin on pumpkin spice. spice. All the pumpkin spice things that exist: pumpkin spice M and M's, pumpkin spice popcorn. I feel like these food episodes that we do exists strictly to torture me sometimes i said i might <laughs> i didn't say i was going to do it i haven't bought any of it yet. all right all right i'm just saying like i'm not i'm down i'm obviously down i will do it i know you'll do it you'll do whatever i tell you you're gonna do <sighs> we don't have to bring up the master situation here okay the master slave situation it's more dom sub <laughs> right i <laughs> took a turn haven't you seen the gimp suit in the closet all right speaking of deals like the deal I got on the Gimp suit. <laughs> <laughs> there are new deals because we are in a new month, which means I need to tell you about the Twitch Prime deals, the Xbox games with gold, and the PlayStation Plus games. Don't worry about it. I have them all open, and they're all wrong if you read that right now. Okay, there's nothing on there anyway, so it's fine. I mean, there's stuff on there. It's just all left. There is. I Normally, there's like a link to the Humble Store I'll click on, but it's not Oh, there, there's so. nothing. The Humble Store turned over today or this weekend so it won't actually be coming up to talk about until next week ah for the way we record uh 
Twitch Prime, if you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime, which means you get these new games along with a bunch of other things for the month. Stranger Things 3, The Walking Dead Michonne, Deadlight Director's Cut, Adam Wolf, Episodes 1 through 4, and Serial Cleaner. So, you know, fun time there. If you have PlayStation Plus, your two games for October are going to be The Last of Us Remastered and MLB The Show 19. That's uh, a good lineup. It is if you're me. Except you already own... You have both of those, and I have both of those. (laughs) Well, I don't have MLB, so... But you could. I could. New games with Xbox Games with Gold. Here we go. Tembo, the badass elephant from October 1st to the 31st. Cool name. Friday the 13th, the game from October 16th to November 15th. Disney Bolt, pretty sure that's the dog, from October 1st to the 15th. And Ninja Gaiden 3 Razor's Edge, available October 16th to the 31st. That's it. That's all I got. It's really late. I was potentially playing WoW after this. We'll see if Todd's awake. We'll see. And then, you know, marathon day tomorrow, so. Yeah. Get your sleep. Well, little of it I need. It was worth it. Your team won. It was. That was that was the big thing. If if uh, I had a way to watch it, I would have honestly put it on that. Didn't monitor. you? You did that last year. I was paying for a different service, and I didn't want to pay the money for that service again because mm-hmm. it was too expensive for just doing that. Yeah. Uh, and I don't have another way legally of watching it right now. I got you. I'm so, taking off what you put down. It was just going to be too difficult to do that. And as you saw, the technical difficulties I was having. Stuff, you know, stuttering, pausing. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, I would have just thrown it on that monitor and then talked to you. And then just eventually you'd have to go like. Now, last time you did that, though, I was watching the games more than you were. Well, last time I did that, we were over there. True. And I was over there. Yeah. And you were looking at the monitor. But hey, you know, you're turning into a baseball fan. So slow down. All right. Calm down. Settle down over there. Simmer down now. Don't push it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. All right. That's it. We out. Seven days. You'll hear us again. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.